Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. Hey, it is us. From Ten Golf Guys. I am John Ashton. I'm in the studio. He is Jeff Smith. Lord knows it's, where he is. I'm back home, dude. Right. I didn't want to come back. It's cold here. <laughs> it was beautiful and sunshiny. Here's the thing. So I was in Orlando, Florida. Everybody knows. It's PJ mm-hmm. Show Week. You took some time off. I did. Yeah. We did a little golf pro radio for you last week, folks. Yeah. It was great. Uh, I took off, went to the PGA show. Had a little and bit of an ice look, storm today. I look at the temperature down in Orlando, and I'm like, yeah. You know, last week in Orlando was nice. Oh, okay, okay. Mid-70s. So it was really good. So I was outside a demo day, mm-hmm. right? You've been on the demo day grounds, big 365 degree, or 360 degree, 365. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I got that extra 5% degrees there. 360 degree driving range. This thing is a monster, Yeah. right? Yep. And there's every manufacturer, well, not you know everyone, but there's just clubs and beaten balls galore. And, you know, there's education stuff. Last year, I, the PJ asked me to speak um, and I stood there and got soaking wet because it was cold and rainy. And this year they asked me to speak and I'm like, can you, can you give me some better weather? <laughs> so here I am speaking for PJ Magazine on Tuesday Demo Day. And in front of me is my good friend, Kevin Weeks from Cog Hill. We'll have Kevin on the show. He's a great guy. Kevin Weeks just received the highest award a teacher can receive, the National Teacher of the Year Award. Ooh, okay. This is the old Indiana Teacher of the Year Award. And for Kevin's sake, it would be Illinois. Right. Um, is Cog Hill in Chicago, but the National Teacher of the Year. So that's a big deal. It is. So yes. he's up in front of me. And he, of course, since we're good friends, decides to, you know, throw some love my way, so to speak, in a rather tongue-in-cheek rather kind of way. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and then I'm up next, and then I do my thing and get up there for an hour and start talking about uh, – I was talking about the difference bet- or the balance between teaching and club fitting. Right. That's a, that's a neat conversation for a lot of golf pros to get into. Mm-hmm. You know, where do we start thinking about club-related issues – um, you know, causing this problem or that problem, you know, where do we start with the, uh, the physical, is it the swing or is it the clubs? Exactly. Right. There's a balancing act all the time if we're going to help somebody get better. So I did my thing. And then I got to introduce my other friend, Rick Murphy, who's from Greensboro, North Carolina. And I've known Rick for a long time and he was speaking right after me. All three of us were staying in the same house. <laughs> it's hilarious. The PGA flags us all and says, boys, let's go talk. Mm-hmm. So we all got to, you know, like say, all right, I want, th- this is what I want. You know, like when John, when you go on a famous person's TV show, there's a green room and you have some certain requests or slash requirements in order for you to go on their show. Mm-hmm. And the, the green, green room requests or something like that. I, I guess that's what they're called. Yes. 
It's riders in your contract. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, Kevin's was, uh, he got to, we got to go out. All of us got to go out to eat at Waffle House. (laughs) Right. Okay. Cause that's baby. Right. And, uh, so that was a breakfast and, and I got to take care of lunch. Uh, I, you know, we had to have pizza there. That was my, my rider. And, and Rick, uh, you know, he, he just wanted to ride home. (laughs) (laughs) Don't leave me stranded. (laughs) He's like, just get me back to the house, man. (laughs) No, but I, I, there was a lot going on, uh, that my, my big week, I want to say a week, but it's actually, it was actually a little more than a week. Um, it was a 10 day or, um, I get off the plane in Orlando and I land, I get up and I get out, leave the house at three 30 in the morning, get, get to the airport, you know, at four 45 for a six o'clock flight and, uh, land in Orlando eight 30, get my rental car and drive as fast as I can to an aim point golf click <laughs> with the, the head honcho himself is giving it that Mr. Mr. Aimpoint creator, uh, Mark Sweeney. Oh, cool. And he is, uh, he's giving this Aimpoint clinic myself. So when I, I wandered in to be, uh, to be a participant in the clinic as a, as a teacher, he, uh, he looked at me and gave me the, the howdy ho and said, here we go. Let's, let's roll. Let's do this. I had a lot of fun there. Cool. Yeah. So you, you you hit the ground running and didn't stop, man. Literally, next next two days were the PGA's uh, biannual uh, teaching and coaching summit. It's okay. basically golf teachers teaching teachers, right? Another another education deal, right? Teachers and, uh, teaching the teachers to teach. Yes, and. Do you know who made that stage for the first time in his career? Would it be a uh, a certain Mr. Jeff Smith? No, oh. would not, <laughs> I have not made that milestone in my career yet. Oh, okay. But friend of the show was it, Mr. Donut Boy? It was Mr. <laughs> Donut Boy, Mr. James Hong. James Hong. He was been, on just about a month and a half ago. He was tagged by the PGA of America to say, James, you are literally one of the best in the country at what you do. Please come talk about it. Mm. And he absolutely killed it. He did a great job up there on stage on quite possibly the biggest stage that a golf instructor can be on. Right. And he, he did that. So. Yay, rah, for the hunger. Yeah. And we can still say we know him, right? That's right. Okay, good. Krispy Kreme's for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) He's from New York, man. It's a Duncan. It's a Duncan town. It is a Duncan town. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. He's got his franchises every place. He's he's doing all right. You know, just as an aside, we're going to digress because we do it so well. Because that's what we do. Do you know that there there is an intersection in Revere, Massachusetts, just a couple of miles away from Logan Airport? It's it's two 
four lane roads intersecting. Okay. Very busy intersection. Yeah. yeah. There's a Dunkin' Donut shop on each of the four corners. Oh, you're kidding me. No. So no one has to cross traffic to get their donut on the way to work. Yeah. That's genius. Isn't it though? And there's enough business for them all to survive Clearly. quite well. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. I just thought I'd throw that out there. I need to Google that get my, <laughs> and get myself a, uh, a like a, a Google Earth shot of that. Yeah. yeah. I bet you there's somebody that did the 360 degree view of that thing. I would not be surprised. Not at all. I wouldn't be surprised at all. <laughs> hey, so, don't- uh, Donuts, man. I mean, you know, golf pros and disc jockeys and and radio guys. That's what we live on. Oh, and cops. And cops. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that. Yes. Here, because here we are digressing yet again. Okay. What happens when you dig? What do you call it when you digress off a digression? A a redigression. Is it a digression uh, squared? It could Maybe. be. I'm not sure. I don't know. So. I'm driving up Interstate 69, and I'm going. This is those weekend donut show now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm driving up Interstate 69 um, in in Michigan now, just over the Indiana border, um, because I'm going to Hillsdale College to see my son because that's where he goes, and it's not far off of that. Uh-huh. So, lo and behold, I don't know, probably four or five miles into Michigan, there's a, a billboard. And there's four police officers on the billboard and they're holding donuts and, <laughs> and the billboard says cops and donuts and you're driving by. It's so fast. All you can do is laugh. You don't even know whether that's a, like a real store or whatever it is, <laughs> but that's what you could see. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Cops right. and donuts. Cops and donuts. Yes. It's a real billboard. Donuts are the staff of life, however. I mean, we, we must admit admit to that. Uh, eventually, you have to come to that realization. And another little aside um, that may or may not make it onto the show, but do you know what has um, four teeth and eight breasts? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. Yeah. I got to tell that to Kevin Weeks. <laughs> Matter of fact, we'll just get him to listen to the show. <laughs> and, and, then, and then he'll roll his eyes and shake his head going, I'm not coming on to that show. I'm not associating myself with those guys at look, all. What's they are do? sick. Look, it's ruining his sponsorship with, with, with uh, Waffle House as we speak. Right. <laughs> and another little aside, too, is that uh, – the the LPGA professional whose last name was Pancake, her first name escapes me. Yeah, Brooke. Brooke Pancake was sponsored on tour by Waffle House. How could that happen? Yeah, I mean, isn't that the biggest swing and a miss from IHOP you've ever seen? Yes. It yeah. should have been the International House O Pancakes, not Waffle House. Come on, people. Yeah. Waffle House, that's a coup, baby. <laughs> it is <laughs> going on. They know what to do. Hey, a lot of stuff that that you'd be interested in, other than donuts and waffle houses, uh, happened at the PGA show, and we're going to talk about that when we come back, because 
God knows we we should talk about something about golf before the show's over, and we will. So Jeff has seen a lot of stuff. Jeff has taught a lot of teachers. He's listened to a lot of teachers who who he has gleaned a lot of information from. Teachers, the equipment, the technique, all stuff that works together to make you a better golfer. But this is why you need golf lessons. So for the guys who are saying right now, I don't need no stinking lessons. Yes, you do. And when we come back, we're going to spend the rest of the show explaining to you why. Hang out. We are those weekend golf guys. Crime across the country is at an all-time high. And with summer coming up, it feels like even a family road trip is taking a risk. We don't want the feeling of being unprotected and vulnerable. We found ConcealedCarry411.com. ConcealedCarry411.com gave us the help we needed to legally apply for a concealed carry permit that's recognized in over half of the country. Concealed411.com simplifies the process to apply, and it's all online. We used their free qualification process to answer a few questions and applied for our permit right from home. Thanks to reciprocity laws between states, when you're issued a New Hampshire concealed carry permit, you can legally carry in any state that recognizes your New Hampshire permit. It only takes minutes to apply, so don't wait. Exercise your rights today. Have peace of mind. Apply today. Go to www.concealed411.com. That's www.concealed411.com. Go to www.concealed411.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, attempting to talk about golf, we are back. Those weekend golf guys. That's I'm right. John Ashton. He's Jeff Smith from Timbergate Golf Course in Edinburgh, Indiana, by the way, uh, yeah. who has just recently returned from a very successful foray uh, down to Orlando for the PGA Merchandise Show. You know, it used to be in the old days that you you went down there and, and you walked around and you saw stuff and you looked at new stuff and you tested out stuff and you came back knowing stuff. But nowadays, yeah. man, you're the guy who you goes down there to impart wisdom to everybody and just come back tired. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what, I, I love doing the education stuff. So I already told you, you know, I, I spoke at the demo day, but the night of the demo day is this big, gigantic teachers gathering. We call it open forum. And I'm the guy behind the scenes helping put that thing on. And there's, there's a bunch of big name teachers there. We got them up on stage. You know, we got, we got Mike Adams on stage. We got Jim uh, McLean up on stage. We got Butch Harmon up on stage and they're up there and, and imparting wisdom like crazy. We got Chris Como walking around with a microphone in his hand. We got everybody. We got teachers coming out of our ears, all talking about some geeky stuff. And then we got long drivers on stage oh. mashing golf balls. We got a dude named Martin Borgmeyer. And he shows up and he's talking about biomechanics and the things that he's doing. And he is just crushing golf balls. You're like, what happened here? How did a human being get to be that physically gifted and in shape 
and that smart and eloquent at the same time. Mm. He looks like an NFL tight end, and he swings a club amazingly fast, and he can stand there and hold the crowd in ways that you wouldn't think somebody with that physical gift can have that mental gift as well. He was talking about us all having a, you know all this great stuff about how how we can help our players get better on some of the things the long drive guys do that the teachers can impart wisdom like that to um, to our players. It was really helpful. Boy, what so, a good thing that was. So can you teach somebody to, to swing faster? Yeah, oh, yeah. You can good teach Lord, them or do you have to it. train them? No, no, no. You, got, you can teach some of it, right? Okay. There's information, right? You can plug holes in their efficiency, right? Okay. So let's say, John, you're swinging at, oh, let's say 90 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And I see that you're putting in an awful lot of energy into this thing and it's only moving 90 miles an hour but what if i taught you to do something in a way after i figured out your body and what you're capable of doing sure what if i taught you to do something in a way that right this minute without going to the gym without going to some extra thing about train this and train that and train the other thing how about if i just taught you something in to in a way that you could set your body up to move more efficiently and then the energy that you're currently expending actually speeds the club up. That would be much more efficient and much more welcomed. Yeah. I do that all the time. And I use force plates to do that okay. because I show you things that say, hey, John, stand on these plates and hit a couple of shots for me. Okay. And you're like, oh, <laughs> they're electronic scales and tell me lots of cool stuff. Right. It's what they are. Stand like how much here. pressure I'm putting on each leg and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, and what kind and when. Okay. You know, there's a lot of people that the when is the big problem. Oh, okay. Like, they do all this grunting, thrusting, forcing, got to get it, you know, moving it faster. And they don't do it fast enough to get the golf swing moving fast enough. Right. So there's this thing that we do, we propel ourselves. If we stood on the basketball court and we wanted to run forward and then stop, we would do that and to be in this burst of energy and then putting on the brakes, right? Mm -hmm. And then we could spin around and then stop. We could move side to side and then stop, right? And we could jump and land, right? All those things have force and a stopping force. Right. Well, what if, what if you generate some force, but you don't stop the force in time to make it worthwhile? So am I saying that there's a stopping force in golf swings? I, 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 I imagine that is what you're trying to say. Yes, sir. Sounds like I said something along those lines. Well, guess what, John? There is a stopping force. Well, who'd have thunk it? It's your left leg. Okay. Well, you know, when you swing and then you wind up standing up at the end, you're standing on your left leg. Yeah. It's not like everything just kept on going toward the target, right? No. So there's a point there where you're twisting and turning and pushing and blah, and it all winds up in your left leg. Right. Well, what if it doesn't happen soon enough? Well, then the club doesn't speed up fast enough. Mm-hmm. 
because you know we are dealing with you know your golf swing john your your downswing mm-hmm. you know yours is like less than a half a second yeah so in this less than a half a second you got to do some stuff and then you got to stop doing that stuff so the club can speed up this is some fun stuff so when you finally get to the studio like you keep promising me you'll come mm. for a golf lesson <laughs> and we'll record it right you'll find that out and you'll go um why didn't you show me this before? And the answer is going to be, uh, you kept promising me you'd show up. <laughs> you weren't ready, grasshopper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. There is some of that. But yeah, we saw all kinds of that. But yes, there is this teaching that I could do. Mm-hmm. And there's also some things you could train. Okay. Okay. I could even give you the things you could go train, knowing you're really not going to do it. So... But that's, so why waste your time and mine, right? Well, <laughs> we want to record it. <laughs> yeah, we definitely. To, and, and the question is, do we want to record it just for posterity, or do we want to record it for the fact that you can always reference it and go decide to do it later on your own? Or do we want to record it so that way I can say, see, John, back in the day. <laughs> what, is, what is it you stop? What is it that you stop? Yeah. All right, so you know in your golf swing and my golf swing and everybody's golf swing, there's this little lateral bump. Like we we go back at the top of our backswing mm-hmm. and then we kind of bump toward the target just a little bit with our lower body, right? It kind of yeah. inches over there, so to speak, right? Yeah. And then it rotates to the target. And then your left leg straightens out sometime late in that rotation. Right. Well, that's the stopper of the lateral bump. And it's the stopper of the rotary force. And all that force that stops gets transferred into your body. Okay. Because your foot's on the ground mm-hmm. and all the rotary force kind of gets into that left leg and it kind of locks up and you're like, hey, where's all this energy going? Right through your body, out the arms. Okay. Yep. All right. That's kind of cool. So your leg makes your arms go faster. Yeah. So let's think about it. John, I want you to think of a baseball player. Mm -hmm. He's late. He's reared back. Mm -hmm. He strides toward the pitcher's mound, plants his left foot, twists his body, and his left leg straightens out, right? Mm -hmm. And the body turns and the arms fling and the bat comes around and bam, home run. And we see that. I'm like, okay. I want you to watch your golf, watch the golf swings you see on YouTube or on TV. And you go watch it and you're like, yeah, look at that front leg. That thing took all that abuse and straightened out. And then the arms came down really fast. And the hands threw the club in the head, the head and the ball really fast. You'd be surprised what happens when you see that order. Hmm. When you do things in the right order, magic happens. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So I've heard. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, I wouldn't know. It is amazing. So, and it's it's a easily teachable point for stoppage. I mean, it it, it makes sense. It's not weird for somebody who hasn't been doing it that way before 
I mean, it doesn't we, feel strange. We've all been doing it. Okay. It's a matter of doing it when. Okay. And how do you generate more force and then slam on the brakes? I teach you that too. Mm. Do right. I teach you how to slam on the brakes harder? Yes, I do. Mm. Oh, yeah. Does it hurt your body? No, it doesn't. Oh, there's that. That's a plus. Well, there is that, right? Because mm-hmm. we all can sit there and think about it going, wait a minute. Um, I just generated more force. I did more. Uh, and then I slammed on the brakes of that uh, movement. Wait a minute. Isn't that going to hurt? And the answer is not if you do it well. Right, because it's dissip- that force is dissipated through your arm movements. That's right. Yeah. See, I've been paying attention. Yeah. I even took a note or two. Maybe you've been taking a note or two, too. We'll, uh, we'll come back and yeah. we'll review right after this. Don't go away. We are those weekend golf guys. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us, facebook.com slash golf guys. Message and data rates may apply. Do you need a car? Been shopping only to be turned down because of bad credit, low credit, no credit, bankruptcy, or divorce? Guess what? Today's your lucky day. Because now you can buy a car, truck, or SUV, just about any vehicle. It's true. Bad credit doesn't matter. No credit doesn't matter. Bankruptcy or divorce, it just doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, your job is your ticket to your new vehicle. We're Auto Credit Express, and we've helped thousands of people just like you. Antonio H. told us, great company, got me connected, and the day I went in, I drove off in the car I wanted. 100% worth your time. Need a car? Get started now and drive off as early as today. Just text Auto Credit to 88909 right now to get started. That's Auto Credit to 88909. Auto financing the easy way. Text Auto Credit to 88909. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is us, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. He is teacher par excellence. He's been on stage down last week at the uh, PGA show, and the PGA merchandise yeah. show in Orlando. Now, we touched briefly uh, a couple weeks ago on the show here about the correlation or, or the differentiation between teaching technique as opposed to equipment in order to fix problems or... Yeah, um, just make people better. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's what you have to do because so many of us just go and buy something off the rack. Yeah, and that's a problem. So let me say this about that. That is kind of a weird little thing to say. Isn't I want to say this about that. Uh-huh. How about if I say that about this? That works too. I don't know. This about that sounds better. Okay. Sounds a bit more pertinent. Let me okay. say this about that. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. So people, when you're going out and you're interested in new clubs, take the time. Spend the extra few bucks. Because when you go through a proper club fitting with somebody who knows what they're doing and they've got the equipment and they've got the thing, 
the, they change the shafts and they change the heads and they change the angles and they're going through it in a way that they can put a better product in your hand. You're not wasting money. People say they think, well, no, no, I don't want to pay a hundred dollars for a club fitting. I'm like the heck you don't. Well, I'm already going to spend 400 on this driver. How do you know that's the driver you're going to spend $400 on? Right. If you just rolled into the store and threw down $400 and walked out with a driver, yeah, sure. But you don't know whether that's the right shaft or if it is the right shaft, maybe there's a writer shaft. Maybe there's a better version of that head. Maybe it's not even that head at all. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? Oh, I want this new one. This is a big thing that I've heard about this. All the marketing says this thing is the, the deal. I got to have this one. Really? But what if the way you swing a club well and repeatably, what if a different club with a different shaft in it is actually going to produce shockingly better results? You might want to know that paying for results. Don't most of the big box stores now, the, the Dick's sporting goods and the golf galaxies and places like that have PGA teachers on staff that can fit and know what they're doing. Or should you go to a dedicated fitting place? What I don't know. And and this is, and I I am going to plead ignorance on this since I don't go to those stores. I don't see the fitting setups that they have, and I don't know how well they are trained, their staff. I don't know those things. So I won't say anything that could be – that move the needle either way. Okay. That's fair. I I simply don't know because I don't go into those stores. What I do, though, in in the area – that I'm that I'm looking for, like I've got students that actually say, "Dude, can you help me find a good club fitter in my area?" I'm like, "Yeah, but Google's out there, and yeah. there's a bunch of people who are specialists, and all you have to do is find them, and then ask them questions like, how many different brands do you have, and do you use universal adapters, and how many different shafts do you have in my range of shafts that I would need." Okay. If the answer is not, you know, five to 10 shafts or, or a greater number, then you're probably dealing with somebody who deals primarily with one, maybe two brands. And so that means that they're not going to be as, they they won't have as many different possibilities for you to get better. Right. They have a couple and those couple, both those things, both those brands they have, brand X and brand Y might be better than what you've got. I don't know. But what I'm saying to you is spend the money, find somebody who's got experience, read the reviews on the person, find out if they're a top fitter from X, Y, and Z company, find out if it's more than one company. There are people out there who specialize in one of them, which means they might be excellent fitting you for the best one of that product. Well, that's what happens when you get, because most of us will be getting emails, especially as the spring starts getting closer and closer for a Titleist fitting day at so-and-so golf course or Callaway fitting day at so-and-so golf course, all probably very educational and very good. But like you say, they will fit you with the best fit from that brand for you, not necessarily the best club for you. That's right. Because it's what they have. Right. Exactly. So do your homework, folks. Don't just get your your panties in a wad and go, I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to come home with a driver today. Like, just chill out a minute. Get a little bit better informed about it. Make a better decision as to who's going to fit you. Make sure you go with, you know, a, a really good quality person in your area, mm-hmm. and 
spend the money to get fit so that way you're not wasting money on a driver. Right. Because yeah, if you happen to waste money on the driver, then you're going to do that again next year. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even half this year because you thought it was great, and then all of a sudden you can't hit it worse bit, but you spent your money. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so you so, sell it for half of what you paid for it, and you go out and try to find another one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to say here, they are not a sponsor, but I got my driver from Club Champion. Right. And it was a marvelous experience. I mean, the guy made me bring my own clubs in and made me swing my driver 12, 15, 20 times. And he took down notations of, you know, how I swung, what the what the numbers were and all that. Saw what my my current equipment was doing. Uh, asked me what I thought I needed to improve. And I said, you know, I need to do everything better. And, um, you know, and went from there. But we tried maybe five or six different heads. Um, the first thing he did was found the shaft that worked best for me. And then once that was decided upon, just use that, that one shaft with a couple different heads. And, um, I got, I got the driver that works, works quite well for me. If I do say so myself. Well, you know, and, and that's a thing you went through somebody who'd done it a bunch of times and are trained and they find the head shaft combination mm-hmm. that it all worked for you. And that's the important piece here, folks. Get that right. Spend the right money in the right way. Yeah. You know, do yeah. that because so I, I, I did this presentation on the balancing act between teaching and club fitting. Right. And I spent a good portion of it on teaching because I'm a teacher, mm-hmm. but I'm also a club fitter. Right. And so it's pretty important to know that there are different viewpoints they hold. A club fitter really is going to kind of go about it with, yeah, this is what the guy's bringing to the table. This is what I'm going to fit because that's what he's paying me for. And I'm a club fitter. And I have no idea whether that guy's ever going to change his golf swing or not. Right. And you change an awful lot of things when you change certain things about a player. And the teacher that's also a club fitter has to know why this versus that. Why would they pick one and choose why why this shaft to go with that swing? Well, wait a minute. Are we going to be dealing with that swing all the time or are we going to, or should we wait on this club fitting? And there's some of that Mm -hmm. because if I see something going on in your golf swing that I know is, that we're going to deal with, we're going to deal with it first. Right. Because you're about to spend money on a golf club. And if I fit you in that golf club now doesn't work for this different version of your golf swing, you, you know, you, you have this mindset, Oh, I'll get you the right club. And if you just choose to, to swing it differently, um, then it'll still be right. No, that's yeah. not true. All. No, not at all. Not at all. No, it's I like you, you go you go and get a suit or speed, and that is not it, dude. Yeah, you go get a suit custom made and you gain 25 pounds, that suit's not gonna fit. <laughs> you know? It's not. Trust me. I know. Yeah. So and I would imagine that if, if I came to you and I said, I need to find a drive that works for me, but I want to uh get my swing speed faster, 
you'd have to work on the swing speed element before you fit the club, because the faster you swing, that would determine what shaft would be work better for you. Well, right? that's certainly one of the factors that is for sure. Yeah. So you and I would have a, a conversation about this and I'd say, all right, let's, let's think about what we're about to do here. Because if we step on this accelerator and you still can't control the head, now you're going to be hitting it all over the lot. Right. But yet, if we get you to control what's going on and then step on the accelerator, now we're in pretty good shape. Wouldn't you agree? I would hope. The trouble is, is that might be two different clubs. Right. Right. So I'm going to have to, you know, that's a full long winded conversation. That's not a five minute. Yeah, let's do this and then let's do that. And everybody shake their heads at each other and go, yeah, I get it. Right? I'm gonna make sure. <laughs> hey, sure. Let's go do that. But the truth is, is that you got to find out what is going to happen when the player makes some sort of a more of a controllable move, because you have to have something under control before you step on the gas. Because exactly. if you did, yeah. it's just like driving a car. That's you know, right. I work with a lot of high school kids. That's where their brains are. Brains are. I'm like, all right, tell me what happens when you just step on the gas and your hands aren't even on the steering wheel. <laughs> uh, you're in the ditch. Yep. That's what you're trying to do with your golf swing. Now you're done. Why don't we say we pull this thing and learn to hit it down the middle and then learn to what's going to take this step on the gas. There you go. Okay. More reasons why, I guess what we're coming down to is more reasons why you actually, no matter what you think, why you need some lessons from a qualified, bona fide expert teacher. We'll be right back. In today's troubled world, our USA Armed Forces stand ready to protect you, your family, and our American way of life. When veterans return to civilian life, they deserve your recognition and support. You can help put vets to work by donating your car, truck, or van to Patriotic Hearts. Your donation will directly support programs to help vets find jobs or even start their own business. Donate today for fast, free pickup of your vehicle, running or not. Operators are standing by to answer questions about making a tax-deductible vehicle donation. Find out how you can make a difference in the life of a United States veteran. Call 800-248-3508. For 24-hour response, call 800-248-3508. 800-248-3508. That's 800-248-3508. We are those weekend golf guys, and we are back for quite a while still. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Jeff's been back from the PGA Merchandise Show, the annual event where the golf community comes together to celebrate golf. And I understand that the last few years have been pretty pathetic because of COVID-19 and the pandemics and the whole nine yards. And a lot of the big boys didn't even bother showing up for the golf show, which made it kind of Yeah, boring. it was kind of like COVID-20 and 21 because they didn't come those years. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, things, uh, as I understand, are getting back to normal and, and uh, yeah. kind of exciting. And a lot it of products really were, uh, I mean, a brand new Pro V1 and Pro V1X. Ooh, <laughs> now, yeah, if that's know. not going to con confuse the hell out of people. I don't know what else will. I always wonder about that. You know, I got my staff package, you know, sent to me and here's these new balls and yay. And they're cool. 
tell me, are they going to be the same balls we had last year or just a slightly different version? They go, no, these are new, new and improved and much better than last year's improvements. The number one spot in the market. Yep. Sure are. <laughs> yeah. Think, yeah. think you could have done that without changing people, changing what ball people play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just still their but, retailers have to spend so much money to bring in the new stock. Cause you know, everybody's going to, I want that new ball. Uh, what about ball fitting, man? I like ball fitting. You know, okay. I spend time around the short game, high handicappers, mid handicappers, low handicappers, whoever. I started around the short game. Okay. It's got to do what you need it to do yeah. around the greens. Yeah. You know, if you're a bump and run kind of player and that ball's checking up on you all the time, you may want a little less spin and ball. Mm-hmm. There's a possibility that you grab a different ball like that. Right. And then you got the then you got the let's go fit it for those three quarter wedge shots that you need to spin right. And you're like, yeah. okay, I don't need it to spin a whole lot when I'm chipping and running, but man, when I got to hit that little thirty yard pitch shot, I got to have some stopping power on that. So I need right. a golf ball that does those things when I hit them well. Because you know most people are talking about the spin and they're like, yeah, I you know I'm going to reduce the spin as much as I can on a driver. I need a lower spinning ball. Give me one of those hard ones. Mm-hmm. Now, and you hit a top rock. Yeah, see, that's the trouble right there. They start going down that road and they, they find out they can lose any ball off the tee because it's spun too much. Right. Right. So that's not really the way you go fit golf balls. But people think, well, yeah, look, my launch monitor reading says I'm spinning this thing at 4,000 RPMs with a driver and I'm supposed to be spinning it at 2,800. I need to change my ball to do that. My my brain says probably not. <laughs> okay. I think you can change your, your attack angle or something. Mm-hmm. But it's probably not the ball. But people kind of get this messed up, you know? They they go at it in a way that they think that's the way to fit. Like, no, 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 no. You fit a golf ball. You know, a few years back, they there was a, a company out there that sped, said, we're going to fit based on your club head speed. Mm-hmm. So I went up to the guy when he showed up out at, at the facility I was teaching. It was at Otter Creek a few years back. And he said, yeah, we're doing this ball fitting and it's all based on your, on your club head speed on which ball we'd put you in. I said, well, which club are you going to use? He looked at me and I said, cause my ball speed's different on all 14 of my clubs. So what am I doing? Dang. And he kind of scratched his head and said, no, no, no. Were you basing it on the driver? I said, well, why? I'm only hitting 18 shots with or 14 shots with that one. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we basing it on my irons where I'm hitting a whole lot more of those? Oh, yeah, because I'm hitting different ones of those. And the spin rates are all different. And he's looking at me like, oh, God, he's got us. <laughs> Let me talk he's to this guy over here. Theory out. Yeah, he's just blowing our whole theory out of the water. Look, dude, you got 14 different clubs in your bag. Mm-hmm. They're all going to hit it differently. If you hit them all full swing, full effort, every one of them is going to spin differently. How the hell do you fit somebody yeah. just based on club head speed alone? You can't. Yeah. I like the ones you do online where they say, you know, how far do you hit your seven iron and, and fit you from, from that? How tall are you and how far do you hit your seven iron? Okay. All right. So there's some interesting stuff going on there with that, right? Uh-huh. How far do you hit it when you when you when you clank it? You hit it on the bottom board. Goes a long way, doesn't it? Yeah. What if you're one of those guys who always hits his irons fat? How's that? How's that answer? Right. Right. How's that going to be a thing that they can fit from? What if you're always hitting it thin, and you're basing it on distance? 
come on, it's got to be more to it than that. Yeah, exactly. Come on, folks. You were all born at night. Just don't make it. Don't make it look like it was last night. Last night. But but I think what we have proven is that there are so many variables that can make you better or worse of a golfer. Oh, sure. You have to put yourself in front of somebody who knows all the variables and can help you discern which are the ones that you need to do differently. Yeah. Don't just buy the pretty box. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, I heard there was a set of uh, some golf balls out there that were selling for like $25 a ball. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Those are for people with more money than cents, right? <laughs> I'm thinking Barnum sells those. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, I I, want to just throw out a a little shout out to um, some friends of ours, the the guys with Encore Golf Balls. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. They have just been named the official golf ball of the uh, Epson. Yeah, the Epson Tour. How cool is that? Yeah. We've known those guys forever. Since the day they started. Yes, we have. Yeah. We were the first people to recognize them and put them on the air with their new the hollow core, hollow core ball golf ball back. What? 11 years ago. Yeah. yeah. A perimeter weighted golf ball done in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. They give you a metal ball inside of that thing. <laughs> it was, it sounded really weird when you hit it too. It did. It kind of tinged, but anyhow, I just want to do a yeah. shout out to them. That's, it's been a long road for them and they have worked really hard and they deserve all the kudos they get. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's good. So they, you know, they just, they just have to provide now all of the, uh, all the range balls for every Epson tour tournament. Right. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Do they make balls in the shape of printers? <laughs> is that what that no. is? That's not it, huh? Not at all. No. How about cartridges? No, no, no cartridges either. No, no cartridges. No, doesn't do work, work that way. So let's let's recap for the uh, benefit of of those who uh, have have come in late. Um, recap. I thought we capped. I thought that was the deal. Well, we 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 cap, we will recap, recap and then cap again. But okay. what what we're talking about is that because golf is such a complicated set of movements, and the and the equipment can differ from person to person. I mean, the the club that I can swing perfectly and hit perfectly may not be the club that works with you because your swing may be different or your, your body's different or for any reason whatsoever. Yes. So that is why, and you know, and you may even have to practice a little bit, but put yourself in front of somebody who has the expertise to tell you what works best for you and how to make it work best for you. Don't question them. Don't tell them. I love that Callaway. I, I'm going to play Callaway. I love Callaway clubs. Well, they may not be the best for you. you know, there may be some brand you've never heard of yeah. some brand you can't pronounce. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Might be Zixio or Xio. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> XXIO. How you pronounce that word? 
Uh, <laughs> you need yeah. to put yourself in front of somebody that knows the answer, whereof they speak. The answer is poorly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do it right, folks. Just just do it right. So this is even this is why the guy who who is so proud he's never taken a lesson <laughs> needs yeah. to take lessons. This is why the guy who took seven lessons last year probably needs to take more lessons if you're not where you want to be, if you're not where you think you should be, or if you can't hit that driver you spent $5.99 on to save your life. Yeah. I mean, why waste the money? Think about it, folks. Exactly. You're digging into the pocket and you're shelling it out for golf stuff. There's so much golf stuff out there. It's too easy to get confused. It's too easy to get it wrong just based on a whim going, I like this one. Uh-huh. This I read party. my one. Yeah. This one was pretty. I like this. Yeah. They they got a cool ad. Matter of fact, I like that tour player that they got swinging that club in that yeah. commercial. That's yeah, what McElroy uses. I want one of these. But yeah. folks, they paid him a lot of your money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they did. That's why just that thing it. cost you $5.99. So anyhow, go out, find somebody you can trust somebody you can relate to somebody who knows whereof they speak ask them to show you how to do it right or to do it do it so that it works best for you and then ask them to help fit you with the right equipment and then you will be so much happier when you go out to play some golf For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.